I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. One of the revelations that we're learning from the final report that was published by the January 6th committee was that leading up to January 6th, Donald Trump had floated the idea to some of his closest advisors that on January 6th, he wanted a procession to be escorted military coup style by 10,000 National Guard soldiers into the Capitol building. Now, we have haven't really heard much about this revelation, although we heard that number before, 10,000 National Guard troops, and specifically, Donald Trump had mentioned that number, 10,000 National Guard troops before that he said that he wanted there on January 6th. Now, we know from the acting Secretary of Defense at that time, Christopher Miller, through his testimony before the January 6th committee, that at no point in time were 10,000 National Guard troops or more or less or any amount of National Guard troops ever requested by Donald Trump or any formal request like that ever being made to him. In fact, in the only memo that we have, it's a very strange memo from Christopher Miller, this acting Secretary of Defense at that time, to the Secretary of the Army, saying that if the D.C. National Guard wanted to have any presence there on January 5th or January 6th, they would need to completely not use their weapons. I'll read for you that memo. It's a very, very strange memo. But first, let me read for you from the January 6th committee report which references these 10,000 National Guard troops that Trump wanted the procession to march in Napoleonic military coup style to overthrow our democracy on January 6th. Then what I want to do is play for you the uh, testimony by Christopher Miller before the January 6th committee stating that at no point in time were 10,000 troops requested. Then I want to play for you a video clip of the Maryland governor, Larry Hogan, who states that he was trying to deploy the National Guard, but he couldn't get a hold of the Secretary of Defense, the acting Secretary of Defense at that time, Christopher Miller. And then what I want to play you, let's put all of the pieces of the puzzle together, is Donald Trump then saying that he had ordered 10,000 troops, which we know is false, but what Donald Trump was evidently talking about because all of his projections are admissions of his crimes. It seems like the 10,000 soldiers that he references are the 10,000 soldiers he wanted to use as a procession as part of his coup. So let's turn to page 533 and 534 of the January 6th committee report first. It's uh, 6.14, chapter 6, uh, section 14. The heading is, well, I should walk with the people. And here's what it says. It says, President Trump wanted to personally accompany his supporters on the march from the Ellipse to the U.S. Capitol during a January 4th meeting with staffers and event organizer Katrina Pearson. President Trump emphasized his desire to march with his supporters, quote, well, I should walk with the people. 
Pearson recalled President Trump saying, by the way, this is all taken from deposition testimony that the January 6th committee received. Though Pearson said that she did not take him, quote, seriously, she knew that he would absolutely want to be with the people. Pearson pointed out that President Trump, quote, did the drive by the first time and the flyover the second time, a reference to the November and December 2020 protests in Washington, D.C., During these previous events, President Trump made cameo appearances to fire up his supporters. Now, as January 6th approached, the president again wanted to be there on the ground as his supporters marched on the U.S. Capitol. The president's advisors tried to talk him out of it. White House senior advisor Max Miller, quote, shot it down immediately, end quote, because of concerns about the president's safety. Pearson agreed. But President Trump was persistent, and he floated the idea of having 10,000 National Guardsmen deployed to protect him and his supporters from any supposed threats by left-wing counter-protesters. Miller again rejected the president's idea, saying that the National Guard was not necessary for the event. Miller testified there was no further conversation on the matter. After the meeting, Miller texted Pearson, quote, just glad we killed the National Guard and a procession. That is, President Trump briefly considered having the National Guard oversee his procession to the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The president did not order the National Guard to protect the U.S. Capitol or to secure the joint session proceedings. Although his advisors tried to talk the president out of personally going, they understood that his supporters would be marching. Pearson's agenda for the meeting reflected the president's plan for protesters to go to the U.S. Capitol after the rally, but President Trump did not give up on the idea of personally joining his supporters on their march, as discussed further in Chapter 7 of this report. I want to go back to that text message the January 6th committee received from Miller to Pearson, Donald Trump's top advisors at this time, Pearson, who was intimately involved in the rally uh, and the protests that were scheduled for January 6th, which was the riot to overthrow our democracy. Just glad we killed the National Guard and a procession. And again, President Trump considered having the National Guard oversee a procession of him storming the United States Capitol. What the January 6th committee makes clear in the report, though, and this is vitally important, the president did not order the National Guard to protect the U.S. Capitol or secure the joint session proceedings. Let me play for you now the clip of the acting secretary of defense, Christopher Miller, you will recall that Trump fired the previous Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, on November 9th. And so what you had is Christopher Miller serving as the acting Secretary of Defense 
And essentially, he was serving as a stooge because his chief of staff was Cash Patel, a fierce MAGA extremist who was trying to overthrow our democracy on January 6th, who was actually really running the show, a shadow leadership, if you will, within the Department of Defense. But this is the testimony that Christopher Miller gave to the January 6th committee, stating that at no point did President Trump or anybody from Trump's administration order National Guard troops or these 10,000 plus troops to protect the Capitol, to protect the joint session of Congress? Play the clip. It's really clear here that since then, in February 2021, Mark Meadows said on Fox Fox News that, quote, even in January, that was a given. As many as 10,000 National Guard troops were told to be on the ready by the Secretary of Defense. Is there any accuracy to that statement? I'm not, not from my perspective. I was never given any direction or order or do of any plans of, of that nature. So I, I was surprised by uh, seeing that publicly. But I don't know the context or even where it was. No, there was no, we obviously have plans for activating more folks, uh, but that was not anything more than contingency planning. There was no official message traffic or anything of that nature. So just so we're, we're clear, you did not have 10,000 troops, quote, to be on the ready prior, for January 6th, prior to January 6th. Uh, a non-military person probably could have some sort of weird interpretation. But no, to answer your question, that was not uh, part of my plan or the Department of Defense's plan. And just that the rest of his statement was, quote, that was a direct order from President Trump, and yet here is what we see, all kinds of blame going around, but not a whole lot of accountability. And to be, to be crystal clear, there was no direct order from President Trump to put 10,000 troops to be on the ready for January 6th, correct? No. Yeah, you're, that's correct. There was no direct, there was no order from the president. And you will recall, in fact, that on January 4th, Christopher Miller issued a memorandum to the Secretary of the Army stating that without subsequent personal authorization, National Guard would not be authorized to do the following, to be issued any weapons, ammunition, bayonets, batons, or ballistic protection equipment, such as helmets and body armor, to interact physically with protesters, except when necessary in self-defense or defense of others, to employ any riot control agents, to share equipment with law enforcement agencies, to use intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance assets, to conduct ISR or incident awareness and assessment activities, to employ helicopters or use air assets, to conduct searches, seizures, arrests, or other similar direct law enforcement activity to seek support from other National Guard units. What a weird and bizarre memo to issue to essentially hamstring any potential National Guard activity. But what we've learned, especially from 
Republican governor, by the way, Larry Hogan, was that on January 6th, he was trying to activate the National Guard, but he did not get a hold of the acting Secretary of Defense, Christopher Miller, who was not returning his phone calls at all. Hours went by before there was any response. Here, play this clip from the former governor, Republican governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan. Play the clip. Governor, what did the Secretary of Defense say what, in, in denying authorization for the Maryland National Guard? What was the reason given? Well, we, uh, none of us really spoke to the Secretary of Defense, um, but we were repeatedly being told by the uh, National Guard at the national level that we did not have authorization. Um, I was actually on the phone with uh, Leader Hoyer, who was pleading with us to send the guard, he was yelling across the room to uh, Schumer, who, and they were back and forth saying, we, we do have the authorization. And I'm saying, I'm telling you, we do not have the authorization. Uh, and so we had multiple times, the general was, we running up the flagpole, we're ready, don't have authorization, don't have authorization. And then I get a call an hour and a half later out of the blue, not from the Secretary of Defense, not through what would be normal channels. Uh, you know, I got a number I don't recognize on my phone. I, you know, pick it up anyway. Larry Hogan. And it's like just Ryan McCarthy, Secretary of the Army Governor. Um, you know, can you come as soon as possible? It was, you know, it was like, yeah, we've been waiting. <laughs> We're ready. That was one of the most chilling and disgusting aspects of it that you had a secretary of defense who was being controlled by cash patel and donald trump who was essentially allowing the insurrection to take place and not responding to the desperate and urgent pleas and the decisive action that people like Larry Hogan and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Steny Hoyer were trying to take. By the way, all of those other than Larry Hogan, who was a moderate Republican, all the other people, Democrats, who were just trying to address the situation while people like Kevin McCarthy looked on and essentially did nothing, and while other Republicans essentially cheered on the insurrection. So now here's the clip I want to play you. This was released uh, on Christmas or leading up to Christmas by Donald Trump. We had done another video that highlighted this completely deranged this video that Donald Trump made of himself and published. And there are portions of this at the end where he threatens special counsel Jack Smith and he attacks America. He urges another coup. Um, but specifically in this video, he mentions the 10,000 um, National Guard troops. And so you think to yourself, because Trump is always confessing to his crimes publicly. So he's mentioning the 10,000 troops. We know from the Secretary of Defense that he never ordered 10,000 troops. We know from the governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, that the troops were not being activated. We know from the videos that we've seen, we literally see Nancy Pelosi taking decisive action to try to bring in the National Guard and to get protection at the Capitol building with Steny Hoyer and Chuck Schumer. So you think to yourself, you go, what are, what is the, the, the 10,000 troops that Trump references? Let me play this video, and then I'll talk to you once I play the video. Play the clip. The real story is what the unselect committee did not mention in their fake trial. And this was really fake. 
Days before the protest, I urged the deployment of 10,000 to 20,000 National Guard troops to keep the event safe for all involved. So then it all makes sense. As I mentioned, everything that Trump says is a confession of his crimes. When he's talking about the 10,000 troops, it seems what he's talking about actually is this idea that he floated to his top advisors to use the troops as a procession for him to storm through the Capitol, climb up the stairs, show up at the joint session, and to declare himself as the dictator, as the emperor, if you will, of the United States of America. That is what he wanted to do so desperately on that day. And when you put those pieces together, that is the only plausible, or shall I say the most plausible, explanation for what is going on here, especially knowing how Trump projects his crimes in these ways. No doubt, special counsel Jack Smith will be focused on that. And I think that is a part in the January 6th committee report. Read it for yourself. Go to page 533, 534, um, section 6.14 or chapter 6.14. Read it for yourself, but it's chilling. But it all makes sense now that that is what he means by 10,000 troops. He's admitting more of the type of violent militarized coup in the fashion of his most favorite despots, his most favorite dictators that he looks up to, the authoritarians in the line of which he sees himself. That's how disgusting it is, folks. Well, there you have it. We'll go through more of the January 6th committee report, bring you more revelations as we learn about them. Hit the subscribe button. We're on our way to 1 million subscribers. Thanks to your incredible support. Hit subscribe. And in addition, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. We got great exclusive content. You could only get on our Patreon site, but most most importantly, help grow this independent media platform. We're not funded by any outside investors at all. So if you can help grow this with us, that'd be great. No worries if you can't. Patreon.com slash Midas Touch. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Midas Touch. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellis.